Welcome, everybody, to episode 0039 of the Pixel Power Podcast. I am your host, Stephen, and today we continue our two-part series on how to become a Chrome OS keyboard master. And if you joined us last time, you know that I covered many of the Chrome OS keyboard shortcuts that are built in and native to Chrome OS. Well, in this episode, what we're going to do is look beyond the shortcuts and talk about a few extensions and utilities that add significant functionality to the keyboard. As a programming note, this will be a shorter episode. We're going to try and get through this episode rather quickly because those of us in the United States this week will be celebrating Thanksgiving. So I want to make sure and get you back to your family and the festivities as quickly as possible. As always, remember that in a show like this, it does require some comprehensive show notes. I am back in Google Google Docs for these show notes, and you will find many extensive notes that will outline all of the things I am going to talk about today. So without further ado, let's talk about Chrome browser extension shortcuts. Now a Chrome browser extension shortcut is a shortcut that you can assign within the Chrome browser that will allow you to view the menu that is associated with that specific extension. So what I mean by that is, let's say you do a control B and you want an extension menu to drop down whenever you hit that key stroke. That's what Chrome browser extension extension shortcuts do. What you may not be aware of though is depending on the type of extension you could have additional options. So let's begin by first talking about how you can assign Chrome browser extension shortcuts. First thing you want to do is you want to load the Chrome browser, which makes sense. Then you want to look for the vertical ellipses. That's the three dots on top of each other in the upper right hand corner. Once you select that from that menu, you want to select more tools and then you want to select extensions. Now, when you do that, you're going to have a slide out menu that's going to pop out on the left. And what you will do is you will select the three vertical, I'm sorry, the three horizontal lines. It's normally referred to as the hamburger button. When you do that, you're going to see one more option. We're getting there. You have to dive down after these three steps. You're going to select keyboard shortcuts. When you select keyboard shortcuts, all extensions that have an option to assign a shortcut to activate that extension will be displayed. Now, what you'll notice is some extensions will provide additional options other than just revealing the menu for that extension. So it behooves you to kind of review all the extensions that you have installed in your Chrome browser and then set the shortcuts that will work best for you. Now, you also have to be careful not to choose shortcuts that have already been used by Chrome OS. So just keep that in mind. You'll be, you should be okay because uh, unlike on a Mac, Chrome OS doesn't have an overabundance of shortcuts, only the most common ones, so you should be okay. So let me give you an example of an option. I use Text Expander, for instance. I've talked about it in further episodes. I'm actually going to discuss it a little bit more later because it is another tool that will really help you be most productive on your Pixelbook using your keyboard. But for this example, when I've gone through the process of selecting the extension shortcuts, the text expander options, there are two. One is to activate the extension, which is again, just kind of dropping down a menu from the extension, but there's this other wonderful option in text expander that allows you to search snippets. So what I've done is a control plus a comma will activate the extension or drop that menu down and I can make a selection from that menu without using the mouse, or my favorite is control period, which will 
give me a different dialog box that lets me search my snippets. Just so you understand, snippets are those things that are expanded when I type a smaller set of characters. For instance, I do not want to type Pixel Power Podcast all the time. So if I type capital P, capital B, capital P all together, Text Expander will expand that to Pixel Power Podcast. So having the ability to control period on the extension, that shortcut for that extension, and then search snippets, sometimes I don't remember what the actual uh, shortcut is for a snippet or those that small bit of text. So having that control period to search those quickly is very valuable for me. And if you use Text Expander, you'll understand why this is important. So we're going to talk about text expansion software here in a little bit, but I want to dive into another great extension that can help you get the most out of your keyboard, and that is a clipboard manager. Now, normally when you copy and paste text, you only have access to the last or most recent thing that you copied. With a clipboard manager, it will allow you to have multiple things that you've clipped and have quick access to them. But the one I really like is Clipboard History Pro, because what happens to me all the time is I'll copy something, I'll get prepared to paste it, but then before pasting it, I go back and do some other work for whatever reason. I never paste it immediately. And then I go back and I accidentally copy something again. So I've lost that first thing I copied and now it's gone. And now I have to go back and repeat the process. And then I've lost the second thing I've copied. Well, a clipboard manager makes all of this a thing of the past. And again, my personal favorite is clipboard history pro. And not only does it save uh, multiple selections, but it also has these additional features. For instance, I can turn clips on and off. So if I don't want it to save for any specific reason, let's say I'm doing some uh, copying of passwords or other sensitive information, I can turn that clipboard off. I can also search clips. So you can imagine if you have 40, 50, 100 clips that you've saved, or you have about 100 clips and you don't remember when was the last time you clipped a specific item, if you can search those clips using like a fuzzy search, just type a few characters and start to search through those, that's pretty handy. You can also list the number of clips you have, which is uh, helpful to see what kind of history you have. You can save your favorite clips. This is really great if you're going to reuse something over and over and over again. The other neat feature that it provides is you can merge clips into a single clip. So you can copy a little piece over here. You can copy a little piece over here. You can copy a piece over here. And within the clipboard manager, you can merge all of those into a single clip. Other things you can do is you can export single or multiple clips to other formats, such as a JSON format file, plain text, or a CSV if you want to export a bunch of clips at a single time. You can delete clips. You can save only a specific number of clips. You can ask the clipboard manager to only save a specific number of clips. Let's say you only want to save the last 25. So you have that option. You can also save clips up to a specific number of characters. That's handy. You can remove a history of uh, past a certain date. So any clips past a certain date just automatically get deleted. You can sort clips by last use or alphabetically. You can show clips information, including the source of the clip. This is really neat because it'll tell you this clip came from this Google Doc, for instance, or this spreadsheet. With Clipboard Manager Pro, you can also add tags to clips to make it easier to select clips, search clips, or to categorize clips. And then finally, you can store clips in the cloud to sync them across devices. I love this feature. Occasionally, there's a clip that you just want to save and make sure that when you're in another 
PC, Mac, Linux, or Chrome browser on those devices that those clips follow you. So it's a great way to keep these snippets of text. So not only are you um, maintaining your clipboard history, but you're also storing some clips of text. Clipboard Manager Pro does, per the pro name, provide a pro version, but man, it is available for a pricey cost. It's, a, it's kind of $4.99 per month. If you want to pay that, provide you with a way to activate a clipboard widget that kind of follows you throughout the web page. Most of the time, the clipboard manager is up in the dock. But if you want to activate the widget, it will follow you around on the page. So if you're filling out a form, for instance, you could save all of the critical pieces of a form in the clip manager and then have quick access to it and just drag and, and drop those or copy and paste those quickly into those areas. You have to see the demo online uh, to really understand that, but I, hopefully I've been able to describe that. You can also password lock clips if you want to protect those, and then you can edit the text of any clip. So if you do have a clip created, you can go back and modify that clip. You cannot do that unless you have the $4.99 per month plan. I find that I do not need the $4.99 uh, per month plan. I think the free version includes everything I need and don't anticipate that I'll ever need those other pro versions. But it's, it's uh, great to have that option. If you see of those three options something you need, it may be worth $5 per month to you. For me, it is not. The next utility I want to talk about, and I've already talked about it, is a text expansion utility. I talked earlier about Text Expander, and I want to dive in just a little bit more and talk about why you should have a text expansion utility on your Chrome OS keyboard. Remember that a text expansion software will allow you to type just a few characters to create a larger set of characters. I gave you the example of the Pixel Power podcast earlier. And again, my personal favorite is Text Expander because it is a single database of snippets for me. And I say that because Text Expander works across many devices. It works across Macs, it works across PCs, and now with a Chrome browser, it will also work across Linux as well. So as long as you have a Chrome browser and you have Text Expander, you have access to all your snippets. Now the one drawback about Chrome OS though is that snippet or that text expansion software will only expand text when you are within the Chrome browser. So you're not gonna be using this text expander in say, Carrot, which is an app uh, to modify text that runs as a Chrome OS app and not within the browser. So it only works within the browser. Not sure if that's ever going to change, but that's the way it is now. However, if you're using Chrome OS, you probably are spending the majority of your time in the browser, so it should work fine for you. I use it for the following. For instance, I use it for hard to remember or create characters. Uh, for instance, uh, if you want to, if I want to create a true ellipses, which is not three dots in a row, but a single character that includes three dots, I type three dots. Text Expander will go back and convert those three dots to the single character ellipses that includes the three dots. I also find it useful when I have to respond to email requests that sometimes have exactly the same answer. So what I can do within Text Expander is I can create a canned response to often asked questions and then with a few characters, automatically retype the answer to that common question. 
I use it for phone numbers. I use it for addresses. So for both of those, I'll use some kind of keystroke like comma, comma, address or comma, comma, W phone for work phone, and it will expand those phone numbers. I also use it to fix keyboard errors. I know that there are words I tend to transpose a couple of characters, and I can get ahead of that with text expander by saying, if I type it this way, make sure you type it that way, and it will replace that text. And the great thing about text expander, because it is so popular, you can even subscribe to other snippet repositories that do that same thing. So I have one, um, I believe it's a dictionary of keyboard errors that's common. Uh, one of the things I like, for instance, is there is a branding uh, keyboard repository. So if I type lowercase Google with a G, what it will do is it'll come back and automatically capitalize because Google should be capitalized. So again, there are those other repos snippet repositories that you can subscribe to within Text Expander. I also use it to create fractions for me. And there's a great example in the show notes. For instance, if I want the one half fraction as a single character, not one slash two, I can type one slash two. When would I ever type that unless I am typing a fraction and it will automatically create the one half character. I also like to use it for emojis. It'll automatically change my ASCII text to specific types of emojis. I use it to create templates for show notes. I use it to create templates for blog posts. So in both of those cases, there's often generally some very common text that has to be typed out and if I were to type it all manually over and over, that would get quite old. I could go back to a document, load it, copy and paste it, but why not just type a few characters and all of a sudden all of that text automatically appears in those show notes or blog posts. That's pretty handy. I use it for affiliate codes for the podcast. I'll use it for long titles. And as I said before, a good example of that is like the podcast title, Pixel Power Podcast. I simply type capital P, capital P, capital P, and Pixel Power Podcast types out for me. Now again, text expanders can save you a lot of time, and for text expander, there is a price. There is an annual fee. Now I happen to be a longtime user of text expander, so I was able to get a pretty good deal. And if you keep a listen, uh, or keep an, a watchful eye on their website. A lot of times you can get the same deal. I would recommend checking Black Friday. There's probably going to be a great deal, but it is an annual price. I think I'm paying $30. For me, though, it is completely worth the price. There are other expansion options available in the Chrome OS web store. Uh, but again, I still think Text Expander is the best. But if you want to try this out for free, you can grab some that are free. Some are free, but they're very limited to what they can do and how many snippets they can hold. But it might be just enough to see if a text expander is right for you. But let me tell you, there is one that I would recommend for free. It is AutoText. Link in the show notes. It is free. There's no fee ever to increase the number of snippets. What you need to know, though, is it doesn't sync across devices. You'll have to manually export your snippets if you're going between devices. But again, it's free. And what you can do is you can try that for a limited time, see if a text expansion utility is right for you. And then later, if you would like to really dive in and give this a shot, try Text Expander. I think you're going to find it is worth the price of admission. Now, the next extension I want to talk about that'll help you get the most out of your keyboard is something called Vimium. And I was not familiar with Vimium until probably about 60 days ago, a couple of months. And it's a Chrome browser extension that works on Chrome OS that allows you to navigate the web 
without using your mouse or a trackpad. So you're going to use your, it allows you to use your keyboard to completely navigate the web in your Chrome OS browser. So imagine that you're using keys uh, to move quickly through a web page. Now there are a lot of keystrokes available with this and you do have to be on a specific web page. It knows if you're in a web page versus when you're in say Google Docs. When you're in Google Docs, it will turn these keystrokes off. So it's kind of smart and it knows when you should be browsing rather than when you might be editing. So I do have a quick reference that I've modified from their website into my show notes. I think you're gonna like my quick reference maybe a little bit better than theirs. I think it's a little more laid out. You could print this out and keep it next to you. But as you learn to use this, you can you can fly through web pages. It works pretty well and it uses some common keystrokes. For instance, if you hit the question mark, while you're on a web page, it'll show you the help dialog that lists all available keys. Scrolling is going to be familiar for some of you that use other utilities and play games. For instance, scroll left is H, scroll down is J, scroll up is K, and scroll right is L. You can scroll to the top of a page with a GG. You can scroll to the bottom of the page with a capital G. Now, I'm not going to go through all of these, but I did want to share some basic ones. But check the show notes and learn how you can navigate a current page. You can also use keystrokes to navigate to new pages. For instance, you want to open a URL, you can simply type O, and that will allow you to type a URL into um, a, a dialog box, or you can search a bookmark or a history uh, or look at your history. So quite a few options there. You can also use find quickly. So there is a find built in, but the Vimium find is probably a little more robust. You hit the, the forward slash and that will enter find mode. And then you can use N and capital N to cycle through your matches. There's also a way to navigate your history. There's a way to manipulate tabs. So if you want to go to ta one tab left or one tab right, there are keystrokes for that. You can create a tab, which is generally the same as uh, creating a tab with general shortcuts, uh, but it does make it a little simpler, a little shorter shortcut, if you can imagine. There are even more shortcuts that Vimeo provides that I provide in the show notes. So go ahead and be sure and visit those to take a look at the additional advanced browsing commands. Again, Vimeo is a, an extension that you would install, and I think it might be worth your time if you're trying to keep your hands on the keyboard and navigate web pages. Now, the last thing for this episode that I want to talk about is using not the keyboard on your device, but you can really maximize your productivity if you get a real keyboard. And what I mean by that is an external keyboard. And I have a couple of options for you that I think you might like. Uh, the first one is for the Pixelbook, Chromebook, or Chromebox. I am a huge fan of the Unicomp keyboard. This is a retro 1980s Buckling Springs keyboard. So if you're familiar with the old IBMs and the clickety-clack, uh, this is the keyboard for you. And this isn't the cherry switches that you hear. This is their Unicomp, which used to be IBM's proprietary 1980s Buckling Springs. You have to hear those. By the way, you do hear those. You hear those every episode. Those are the keys you are hearing in between. Between the segments. And if you're interested in that keyboard, uh, come to the show notes and there is a link to where you can purchase those on Amazon. For the Pixel Slate, sometimes you want to take that Pixel Slate and uh, what if you put that Pixel Slate in vertical mode and you want to get uh, more uh, portrait orientation than you want in landscape orientation. A lot of people like to edit documents in this format because it's more like a page. Well, you can do that if you have the right keyboard. That you cannot do with the keyboard that 
you can purchase for the Pixel Slate. However, if you get the Logitech K480, link in the show notes, or the newer K780, you can take that Pixel Slate, put it in vertical mode, pair Bluetooth, and you can type away. Now, there is another one that is a little bit uh, less expensive that includes scissor switches, and it's called the Jelly Comb, and it's very similar to the K480 and the K780. Now, the thing about all three of these that's nice is it will link to two or more Bluetooth devices. So for instance, you can have a switch, you can be typing away on the Pixel Slate. You see that you get a notification on your phone with a quick flip of a switch. You're now using that keyboard on the Pixel phone to respond to that notification. So these are great keyboards. I have a picture in the show notes of how I use the K480 with my Pixel Slate. So go take a look at that. Also, if you need a good Chrome OS keyboard, let's say you have a Chrome box uh, or a Chrome stick and you're looking for a keyboard that has all of the keys, the search, the assistant, uh, you should check out the bridge. I understand that uh, people really like the bridge. I have not tried that, uh, but a trackpad is also coming soon. That may be available now as you're hearing this episode, but check out bridge. They're very popular with iPad users and it's good to know that they're supporting Chrome OS devices now. And this one I'm throwing in just for fun. I would love to try it. It's quite pricey, but you do have to see it to believe it. So check out the link in the show notes. It is the Ultimate Hacking Keyboard. And this is a startup that I believe began about a year ago. And this particular hacking keyboard provides amazing macro programmability, but it also comes with extra components that you can add to it like a trackball and you really need to see it so check out the show notes to see what it looks like and maybe one day I'll be able to get a copy it seems like it's one of the few um, newer keyboards that really would work well with Chrome OS because we would with the, the ultimate hacking keyboard for instance be able to assign an assistant key to any other key and that's kind of difficult to do with a PC keyboard. So that's the end of part two of our series of becoming a Chrome OS keyboard master. Uh, Hopefully you found some tips in there, uh, some tricks that will help you get the most out of keyboarding on your Chrome OS device. And now let's move into our shortened edition of the addendum. I have just a few things to share with you this week. First of all, and I'm ashamed to admit this, I was banned from AdSense about 10 years ago. AdSense is the way that you can monetize on Google. And uh, after a 10-year hiatus for me, I, uh, I had been uh, trying annually to get that reinstated, but I finally got that reinstated. I am surprised that Google chose to let me do that. I'm glad they didn't uh, keep me banned for years. I, what happened was 10 years ago, I was not very familiar with how AdSense worked. Turns out I was looking at ads to see what was being placed. Those registered as uh, clicks that should have not have occurred. So honestly, I probably deserved it because I didn't understand what I was doing. And uh, uh, note to self, never do something you don't understand. So now I'm back in AdSense. It's nice to have that opportunity. And what I'm thinking about doing, uh, since I had been banned from AdSense, I haven't been using YouTube very much, but now I'm thinking about doing some tutorial videos in Chrome OS and supplementing the podcast. I would love to know your thoughts 
and see if that's something you would enjoy. So send me some feedback. Send me an email at Stephen at Pixel Power Podcast or post something on a Reddit page. We'll talk about Reddit here in just a minute. A couple other things, just some news items. Google Camera 7.2 is adding dock scanning and text translation on the Pixel 4 and Pixel 3. I have seen it. It's working. It's pretty cool. Also, Android 10 adds a handy clipboard pasting pop-up starting with the Pixel 4. If you're on the Pixel 4, check that out. I'm sure that will roll out to Pixel 3s. But what happens is when you copy something, when you go to another area where it thinks you're going to want to paste that, you'll get a little pasting pop-up and say, hey, are you just going to paste this in? You tap it and it does it. It's pretty smart. You know, I kind of wish that would come to Chrome OS. I wish we'd see that there. Uh, in other news, I was an early purchaser of the Stadia Founders. As you may know, that's been released this past week with very mixed reviews and some not so uh, glowing reviews. And uh, I will tell you that I had hoped to really talk about Stadia Founders purchase, but will tell you that a couple of days before I canceled my purchase because of the reviews and thought now is not the time for me to purchase that thing. So that is not in my hands. Maybe later on I'll uh, purchase that and we can talk about it. If you have one, let me know what you think about it because the reviews, as I said, have been mixed. Also in preparation for Black Friday for those of us in the United States and Cyber Monday for those of us internationally, we're starting to see some amazing deals. For instance, the Pixel Slate has an amazing deal, and I've got a link in the show notes, for $449 at Amazon. So the Slate, Pixel Slate, it is the M3, which is what I use regularly. I use it as a daily driver. The M3 is fine. And uh, what a deal, $449, and did I mention that includes a free keyboard or a pen? You can pick whichever package you want. So great deal there. Google Fi, I knew, I knew, I knew I should have waited. What an amazing deal Google Fi is offering on the Pixel 4 where I only got about $250 off because I did purchase early from Google Fi, the Pixel 4 XL. If I had waited, which I should have waited, I know better next time I am not going to be purchasing before Black Friday, you can get up to 50% of the cost of your device, your Pixel device, as a credit up to $500. So let's say you purchase a $1,000 Pixel 4, you're going to get $500 in credit at Google Fi really just reducing your cost to $500 for that device. So it is a great deal. I highly recommend you get out there if you're a Google Fi user thinking about updating. If you're not a Google Fi user, this might be a good time to, to change over. So check the link out in the show notes that I have. And if you choose to make the switch to Google Fi, be a nice little way to give me a little credit for telling you all about it. And I can get a little reduction on my uh, bill from Google Fi. Also, be aware that Google Photos books, uh, hopefully you know that you can create books out of your photos. They're offering free shipping right now for the holidays. A little hint, uh, hopefully they're not listening. I'm sure they're not listening. Uh, I ordered a, a book for a family member. I'm looking forward to that arriving. I have ordered books from Google Photo books before, and they are quite nice and highly recommended. And then finally, yes, I told you to be a shorter edition today. Be sure to check out uh, the Reddit page for more of my pixel powered life. Again, I po purchase, uh, purchase. I post something almost daily. It tells you a little bit of, about what and how I've used a pixel device or just what's generally on my mind regarding pixel and Google for the day. Having some uh, good discussions there, some uh, good interactions, and occasionally I share those in other subreddits and we get a lot of good discussions going on. So you can follow those 
along. And then finally, if you would, for Thanksgiving, uh, help me spread the word about the Pixel Power podcast. I am so thankful to be able to do this. I'm thankful for all my listeners. And uh, it would just help if you would get out there and tell somebody who is a Pixel user, a Chrome OS user, an Android user, that the Pixel Power podcast is out there to help them get the most out of their device. And there you have it, our truncated edition of the Pixel Power Podcast. Remember, you can find the show notes at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com slash episodes slash the number, which in this case is 0039. Remember, you can send me an email at steven at pixelpowerpodcast.com. Also remember to interact with us on the subreddit. Go to Reddit, search for Pixel Power Podcast. That should pop right up for you. And then also be sure to follow me on Twitter. And if you'd like to share something on Twitter for me to see, hashtag Pixel Power Podcast. That concludes this week's episode. I will talk to you again in about two more weeks. And again, for those in the United States, all my listeners in the United States, I'm wishing each of you a very happy Thanksgiving. And I will chat with most of you after Cyber Monday. Happy shopping, everybody.